Hello, everyone. This is Michael Jaco with Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast. Join us as we reveal how you can become the master of your reality. Hello, everyone. It's Michael Jacob with Unleashing Intuition Secrets. I have SG Anon with us. Uh, it's a pleasure and honor to have him on. We were just uh, talking a little bit. He uh, just did a show uh, with some Aussies, and uh, I love the Aussies. When I was in the military, uh, I, when I was a SEAL Team 6, I went down there, hung out with those guys for a month. We did some amazing training. I knew those guys would probably get through all of this craziness that we're going through right now. And I believe that, uh, you know, SG. Uh, Anand just went down there and uh, had a, well, didn't go down there, but had a little meeting with those guys and uh, pumped them up pretty good. So SG, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me here, Michael. Glad to be here. Yeah. So uh, you, you went a lot of directions. <laughs> uh, so uh, Ricardo Bosi basically took you down a nice little rabbit hole that I haven't seen you go down, uh, but I've seen you go down lots of rabbit holes. So uh, kind of like a background, give us a little little background on you for my audience, and then we'll just jump in and uh, wherever you want to go, we'll, uh, I'll, I'll give up. I have a lot of questions for you, but uh, we'll let you uh, run a little bit. Certainly. A little bit about me. Um, I woke up 12 years ago um, in college. I discovered in that period that Pepsi-Cola and other soda companies were using a flavor additive made by a company called Cinemix or Sonomix called HEK-293, Human Embryonic Kidney-293. Um, for those out there who are unaware of the significance of that, that is the equivalent of forced cannibalism. When I realized that that was going on, it took me, of course, through the awakening process very quickly, very hurriedly, in a day and time where uh, it just really wasn't safe to have those sorts of discussions. Um, that particular awakening experience drove me actually to uh, leave college um, Almost, almost completely finished. I later went back and finished, but and I attempted to join the United States Armed Forces. I got about um, twelve months into the initial active duty training phases of that before a health condition presented itself and forced me to separate. Um, in that period of time, I made some phenomenal friends, a um, couple of great human beings, uh, one of whom still serves and one who is um, honorably separated and uh, kind of call him my mentor, if you will. He's about five years my senior. So through the entire decade of 2000 and essentially 12 to 2000 and well, okay, so a five-year period, 2017, um, my research never really stopped, but being able to talk to people about these sorts of issues, the things that were really going on, the stuff that Julian Assange was breaking back in the day, um, extremely difficult to do, outright unsafe in many aspects to do. <clears throat> and then Q came along towards the end of 2017, after the election cycle of President Donald John Trump. And we had a significant drop, um, or a series of drops, starting in 2017, continuing through 2018. They really accelerated in 2018, uh, showcasing essentially the level of depravity and corruption in the world. Now, I hadn't spoken with the gentleman known as my mentor in you know, several years. I had personal things going on, and we grew apart like friends do. But we reconnected over the content of those drops simply because we recognized a great deal of it instantly, especially the island trafficking. And so, you know, as we've gone through this process, that's a little bit about me. I'm a deep dive researcher. I regularly scour the deep web. I've got myself technologically set up to do that here on this end. 
Um, for those out there who are unaware, there is a browser you can use. It's called the Onion Router Browser, the Tor Browser. It can take you beyond the general public accessible web's um, purview, if you will. But you have to be very careful when you do that because a lot of those um, protections that are afforded those websites that you have right now are not on what we would call the deep web. But you can find a lot of very interesting things on there. And so that's just a little bit about me. Wow, that's, that's, that's amazing background. And uh, your mentor, as you, as you uh, term him, is, uh, has been really uh, you know, insightful. The information that you have, I know you do a lot of deep dive uh, into a lot of different areas. Uh, but what you're revealing is just absolutely phenomenal. You know, I've been talking some of these things, but you go deep, deep into them. For instance, I, I heard you talking just recently uh, about uh, the Hillary Clinton. So I've been saying for a while that Hillary Clinton's been gone. Uh, and then you basically uh, disclosed that not only is, you know, she's out of the picture, but she's also been um, uh, basically executed uh, and that uh, 45 actually witnessed that. Correct. That's to my understanding, it's the only execution that 45 made the trip to Cuba to witness. Um, oh, it was wow. a symbolic moment. And, and how symbolic was that? And remember, he that was one of the rallying cries that everybody had uh, during his rallies. Lock her up. Well, went a little bit further than that. So I think a lot of people will be happy to hear that. Uh, but w- what else do you see? Now, I see that I've been talking about how the military has been involved in dumbs for like a couple of years now. Uh, I think it goes back all the way. Uh, so shortly after Trump came in, I saw I saw Trump coming in, and I was like, "He is the answer," because I I thought that our our country was gone with the, this when Obama was elected the second time. I'm like, "Our country's dead." Uh, and then two years in, I just kind of got this feeling that something had changed because I knew that there were military white hats in the background uh, that were planning things, but I I didn't see anything happening. Like a lot of people right now that are are dumbfounded, you know, what's going on in the world. That's where a lot of us, I would say, kind of insiders were as well. Uh, we, we didn't see anything going on. So I was getting ready to literally leave the U.S. And then I saw Donald J. Trump come down the escalator and I was like, he's the one. He's the answer. So from that point on, things started to change. Tell us about how the military operation has been going on since he's been in. The military operation has been going on much longer than that. Uh, we have we have lived through, ladies and gentlemen, a coordinated lawful coup of the United States of America. The military was prepared to full on rip um, Hussein Obama and his entire administration and 85 percent of the Congress out of government in 2012. Yeah. Uh, when Donald J. Trump was contacted by military generals and agreed to run for president of the United States, he gave them the avenue by which they could conduct a complete transition of power lawfully and legally in the public eye to prevent you know a whole host of things enormous chaos mass casualty events enormous false flags things of this nature and mm. um, we, we were headed for a seriously dark place um, under Obama and later Hillary Clinton with the plan that they had for not just the United States but for the entire world so we go through the election cycle 2016 Hillary Clinton actually doesn't even make it to the presidential election day itself Hillary Clinton was taken down by the military on September the 11th of 2016, um, simply because she was part and party to nuclear treason and had every intention and military had proof of this to completely destroy the United States of America. She was essentially at that point in time an equal to the level of Hussein Obama. So she was taken down. Um, the military, the NSA, unrigged the election of 2016, allowing it to go to the lawful winner. Dominion still managed to flip about 19 and a half percent of the votes towards the uh, Clinton camp. 
Um, Clinton filled out her part for the next couple of years. Uh, she was taken down to the spa in 2018 and given the royal treatment. Um, and many others have been given this as well, um, not just from government, but also from Illuminati circles around the world, especially in Hollywood. You know, Tom Hanks was taken out in 2019 for his participation in uh, adrenochrome trafficking and the sacrificial murder of children. Um, others from Hollywood, especially producers, uh, people like Spielberg and others, um, were either executed or given life sentences in equivalent, or excuse me, in exchange for a role to play. And I think we're seeing some of those roles now. You know, Donald Trump went on a world tour in 2017. That world tour involved setting up the governmental and military alliances that we're now seeing at play currently. It included Saudi Arabia, the, all of the BRICS nations, uh, China, North Korea, Russia, several nations in Europe, uh, Japan, and others. Mohammed bin Salman, the crown prince of Saudi Arabia, who was made crown prince almost immediately after President Trump's arrival in Saudi Arabia, um, handled the business side of things. This gentleman went around the world, met essentially every industry and financial magnate out there, all of the business titans, informed them of what was happening, informed them that it was inevitable, and that they could agree to play a part, capitulate, um, preserve their legacy if they had been involved in criminality, or they would simply be handled, given a double and dealt with. Um, so we've had these alliances beginning to play out in the public space, um, especially notably recently with Elon Musk. We've got a whole lot of coordinated military operations going on with the United States National Guard and other countries. Um, today, there was a Brazilian military aircraft over top of Ohio. You know, these these are joint military operations that are um, rooting out these deep state traders at every level. We're living the movie at the political and governmental level, if you will, so that our mass consciousness is not suddenly um, direction changed without a proper awakening experience. We're allowing the people to feel the pain so much that they begin to break that MKUltra program and ask what in the world is going on. And that's sort of at the point that we're arriving at now. Fantastic. So, uh, yeah, I, I've seen this going on for quite some time as far as like, you know, the military involvement uh, around the world. Uh, you can see it, you know, if you've been kind of involved a little bit in it. Uh, so that's been going on, but a lot of people don't see it. So I think that we uh, truthers and especially yourself, you know, have been coming out and informing people and calming the concerns and, uh, you know, assaging the fears and so forth. So it's been very, uh, very amazing. I think we like you were saying on another show, uh, the deep state had no idea, you know, what level that we would have involvement. in. I, I've been seeing this It's like uh, I, I feel like the special forces guy of the internet, you know, so it's, uh, it's, it's really uh, quite amazing. Now, a lot of these guys uh, have been wrapped up like we're talking about, but there's still a lot to do. And I know you've talked about this and I've talked about this. Uh, a lot of people don't understand that if you take off the head of the snake, the snake is, is still active. The head can still bite you. Um, there's a lot of people that are down uh, below the surface that need to be rooted out. That rooting out process is ongoing. Will be ongoing, I think, for several years going forward. What were your thoughts on that? Very similar to that. I mean, this is going to be one of the longest continuous military campaigns that will ever be waged. Mm -hmm. um, in 2020, we still we retained control of the lawful command of the United States military and the lawful government in exile. But we still went up against a deep state adversary that was extraordinarily well financed, extraordinarily well equipped 
had lots of things uh, still hidden away that we hadn't yet been able to take uh, simply because of the nature of this war. We've had to rescue these kids. And if we go right in their guns blazing at every location, they're going to kill them. Right. Now that, com that completely negates part of this, a, a massive part of this operation. So we've had to do it silently. We've had to do it uh, deliberately, precisely, succinctly. And when you do things of that nature on large scale, coordinated military campaigns, campaigns take a really long time. Um, I predict that we're going to have at least three to five more years of military operations after the lawful return of Donald Trump to the presidency in the United States. Um, their infrastructure is enormous. The good book tells us that there is an entire underworld. There is an entire civilization beneath the surface of this earth. People need to realize that this, I mean, we have human beings here at the surface and we have these corruptitions and stuff here at the surface, but <clears throat> excuse me, those corruptitions actually serve masters that live under the earth okay so this is an enormous military operation to um, neutralize those individuals and their infrastructure and their capabilities and we're still doing that although we've been very very successful to this point and we've gotten a lot done in two years yeah i think that's gonna gonna continue now we know that um the deep state has some kind of plan it has been planning like you were talking about um nuclear events that got stopped out biological events. We've seen a little piece of that. Uh, there's big, bigger, bigger plans uh, than that. Now, I believe, you know, that they've tried to, uh, you know, create earthquake events, um, volcanic events that, you know, pieces of volcano slide into the water and cause tsunami events. What, what is your, do you have any insights on any of that? Well, they've absolutely been doing that. And that's been part of this operation as well. And that was a great deal. What you're talking about with HARP weaponry is a great deal of why Space Force had to be militarized in the way that it was. You know, the Space Force is the hunters of the sky. They have gone around and blown up deep state assets and infrastructure up there essentially um, since their inception. You know, they, these individuals tried to make a volcano erupt in the Atlantic Ocean using um, targeted frequency weaponry. They have started wildfires all around the world using microwave weaponry, which is able to be emitted from an airframe. Boeing has a patent and a picture on their website, folks. You can look it up. Um, these are just intensely focused microwaves that do the same thing your microwave at home does. Your microwave at home heats the molecules within a particular item. It's exactly what these microwaves do. Uh, they're very easy to set forest fires. They're silent. They're untraceable. And they've been using them for years. Mm -hmm. um, you know, all of this sort of advanced weaponry technology that we've never really known about is a great deal of the assets that we've taken reclamation of in this process, the ones that we didn't have to outright destroy. Uh, they had climatological weapons on the Ever Given that were capable of burning off 30% of our usable air in this particular um, world. So understanding that this was a very, very tenuous, very, very delicate situation that we were in kind of gives us a better perspective on why it has taken so long, uh, why the suffering has been such. Um, you know, the COVID kill shots out there have taken friends and, and family from me as well. And it's a very unfortunate side effect of war. But this is war. And this was actually the preferable avenue um, versus what they had planned for us. And also, if the White Hats had gone in and just ripped everything out, we would have had false flags, the likes of which we'd never seen before. Mass casualty events all around the world, total chaos. And it would have been uncontrollable. Wow. Incredible. Now, you've also mentioned that there's also um, like extraterrestrial involvement. Uh, I don't see that involvement uh, becoming more mainstream until uh, there's more of an awakening 
uh, for humanity. But I do believe they're they're stopping out some things that we've seen them in the past, um, you know, shutting down uh, nuclear silos and, and so forth. What What's your insights on the uh, the uh, ET involvement? Well, you know, there absolutely is an, an other sentient or several other sentient species out there that uh, sort of were all created by the same young God force creator. Right. And so that was another way that that God force, that infinite love sought to glorify itself and experience joy and love. And they have been separated from humanity for a very long time because of this cabal at different points along the way, we've been duped, uh, manipulated into fighting against them. At other points, the cabal simply hated them so much and they weren't willing to lower themselves to that sort of frequency existence and be in contact with them. So they have been assisting, it's my understanding, in this awakening process, certainly, and even in the military operations um, for quite a while. Uh, these, these, these sorts of, um, what would you call it, interjections or intercessions, if you will, began as early as the 1940s. You know, the Roswell incident perfectly timed right after World War II when the cabal had consolidated power and essentially enslaved the entire earth at that point. We started seeing extraterrestrial involvement even then to sort of help us break away from this um, control matrix that they so effectively built around us. Um, it's my understanding that we're probably not going to learn about any of their involvement from an official source for the next 20 to 30 years, uh, simply because this, this sort of thing has to play out. We have to have sort of a generational learning gap where we come up to speed with that. I think most of us out there intuitively understand that we're not alone in the universe. But I don't think a lot of us out there understand that we've been interacting with, contacting with, um, conducting things with other sentient life forms for quite a while at this point. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I appreciate your um, you, you've been bringing in the spiritual side for quite some time. Uh, I think it's quite beautiful. Uh, I mean, your your calmness and the way you bring in the spiritual side and your you, you actually teach while you're bringing out, out this information for that for some people could be troubling, but uh, you bring it out in a way that is, is I think, quite beautiful. So what, what, what about your background has uh, given you these insights? I mean, uh, I know you do deep research, but on an analytical level, a lot of people can see, okay, I can see how he's doing the deep, deep research, but how are you coming to these uh, greater um, spiritual uh, ideals and so forth? Well, you know, you can kind of get into the whole spiritual aspect of this awakening when you begin to understand that the human being, your person, is multidimensional. You exist in a space of time and place here in the world we live in, this three-dimensional world. You have extra sensor, or excuse me, sensory systems that allow you to interact with this world. But you also have extrasensory systems. You're able to imagine things into the future. You're able to look back in time into the past at events that you've experienced or that you've read about. Imagine what they looked like. Um, you're able to exist in a space of thought alone. So understanding that allows us to understand that we have been lied to about everything our entire lives, but the greatest lie has been our very nature. We are intensely powerful beings that have a very large, robust spiritual energy aura around themselves, if you will. It's, it's the same thing that when you walk into you know, a grocery store and you have a bad feeling all of a sudden, you have no idea why, you haven't talked to anyone, you haven't made eye contact, but you just don't feel right. That's your spiritual body going forth ahead of you, and it extends about seven feet out from you, letting you know that the spiritual body of whatever it's coming into contact with is averse to you. 
Um, we have an enormous capability in our contained within our consciousness, our ability to control and direct thought, our ability to focus our energy. Um, and we have, and we're energetic beings, right? If you look through a microscope at your arm, you don't see, or an electron microscope, you don't see matter. You see the space that fills the area between the matter. That is your spiritual body, your makeup. That's who you really, really are. And that's who this cabal has hidden from you. Yeah, that's beautiful. So uh, we, we've seen these things that are coming. Uh, Lloyd Brunson and his brothers are basically coming out with the, the Supreme Court uh, decision that's probably going to come around January 6th. Maybe some of these things have already happened, uh, but this is the narrative that goes forward. How many things like that uh, happen uh, in the next uh, month or so that really starts to turn this thing around and, and brings back uh, Donald J. Trump and, uh, and starts this process of uh, the military tribunals are going to come? You know, I'm not sure exactly how many, but I just logic dictates to me that if we're headed for a tribunal situation next year, we have to be able to educate the public enough that they're willing to accept visual public military justice. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people out there that don't like the idea of military law. It's frightful for them. They simply don't understand where it comes from and why it's being used. And so we have to arrive at a point where even people who have never really been patriots, have never really been militarily focused, are willing to look up and say, at what point does someone put an end to this? Um, you know, I would, I would suspect that we would have to have a few more events as it pertains to, you know, finance, just because of the power structure that we're living in. I think that we do have to have at least one more event for the health sector, uh, simply for people to begin to question the efficacy of modern medicine. You know, when we go through these tribunals next year, we are going to obliterate modern medicine as we know it. It will cease to exist. The reason why is because the very structure that, it, that supports it, the scaffolding that it is built within is coming down. So we're going to have to appreciate that modern medicine isn't really all it's cracked up to be, but how can we make it better? Um, we're being reoriented in our consciousness through this process so that we can heal this earth. We have thousands of years of damage to fix. Yeah, very good. So I, I, I love how you're just like pushing ahead. A lot of these things have been discussed by you and a lot of these things that a lot of people know, but kind of like to give it an overview, uh, give you guys, give you guys uh, that are listening a little background. So what's probably going to happen is uh, a stock market crash type scenario uh, where the financial system collapses. That's their, that's how they make money. Of course, they make money through human trafficking, drug trafficking, weapons trafficking, all these things. I've seen these things all around the world, uh, but that uh, will be revealed, I believe, going forward. So something like that, uh, economic uh, shock, and then possibly uh, another COVID type. And you're already starting to see the, the COVID variants are starting to, Omicron variants are starting to spread. Uh, so they're building the narrative. It's, it's on us this time, whether they get away with locking us down. But if they do get that locked down, that could be the time where uh, the military steps in. What, what are your thoughts on that? You know, my thoughts on that are it's a very plausible scenario, and I'll tell you why. We've got a lot of people out there who still buy this vaccine idea. The vaccines are the reason we are going to these tribunals next year. Mm -hmm. um, so for these individuals out there to understand that it's not just that modern medicine lied to them. It's that modern medicine literally was trying to turn them into an endless cash cow, and that assumed if they survived or not. That's a heck of a realization to have. 
But you can really help that realization along when you have these individuals who have gone out, they've gotten their vaccine, they've gotten their booster, they're very, they're happy for it, they're really great, you know, very proud of it. And all of a sudden they're being told that they're not effective anymore. Oh, and by the way, we're taking your job away again. We're taking your um, ability to connect with people away again. We're closing your religious houses of worship again. I'm not saying that that's going to happen, folks. Don't run off and panic. What I'm saying is that sort of a scenario would cause these sleepers who are very into the jab situation to look up and go, what the heck? And that's sort of what we want. If we can get them to the confused situation where they're angry, they're a little bit ticked off, and they're, and they're just ready to understand what is going on, that is the point where we can break that MKUltra programming and take them through this awakening process. And yes, some of them are going to have to do it very fast, and it's going to be very unpleasant. Yeah. But the, the good thing about that, uh, the golden age can't happen unless that process comes through. It's kind of like the birthing process. They can mention it like that. And that's, that's a nice analogy. So we're going to see once this is all, you know, pretty much past tense, we're going to see uh, a reveal of things that have been, um, you know, the, the education system teaches us incorrectly on pretty much everything that's out there right now. So we're going to see like, for instance, Antarctica, you know, we, we have pretty much every country that's restricting uh, anyone from going down there. You know, why is that? What What is down there? And uh, I think we're going to see that the world as we know it, just as a globe, as, you know, everything like that. So the globe as we know it uh, is going to be uh, changed. It's going to be uh you know, as we understand it, it's some kind of globe and we're going to find out it's like it's in some kind of other configuration than what we know. Antarctica is, uh, you know, basically no one can go down there. We're going to find out what's down there. What are your thoughts on that? Absolutely. I mean, that's going to be one of the great deceptions that's going to be righted, I think, probably in the educational system first. Um, and we're going to have to teach the correct nature of our universe. And I'm not to sit here and say that I'm the arbiter of correct and not but my research shows me that the level of deception about the nature of our earth is gigantic um the antarctic shelf is the most militarized piece of land in the world why what enormous threat exists to humanity at antarctica where there is basically no life um i can tell you why they're down there studying things like sky ice which is what the blue sky above you is made of um you know we live in a situation where our sky that sort of in, encompasses all of our world is made of 99.99, I think, percent or 100% exact, but I'd have to go back and look at the exact number of pure oxygen. You know, this is a compressed vessel that we live inside of. One of the things that confirms for us that these idiots at the top can't let us know is that we are created beings. This earth was made for us. It is symbiotic with us. We live and breathe off of it, interact with it at the non-physical level. We interact with it at the shelf is hiding many more secrets besides just the sky ice. But the point is we're going to learn all of this as we go through the awakening process because that is how we write the boat. It's how we remake the earth in the image and likeness of the creator. That's what we're supposed to be here doing. This life was never meant to be suffering. This life was never meant to send you to a job 40 hours a week and then financially restrict you such to the point that you were not able to function. This life was always supposed to be fun. And that's how we get back to it. 
So do, do you think that uh, by the end of this year, we'll see uh, some of these reveals or, or is it going to be, uh, it's going to be pushed into next year? As far as the um, issues like Antarctica and the nature of our earth, I don't foresee that coming by the end of this year and probably not even the end of next year either. Right. I think this process that we go through is going to have to start with the most um, identifiable issues first. Right. And so for people that's going to be COVID-19, um, the election fraud, financial corruption, which we all sort of intuitively understand that, you know, the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. And that's exactly what we've been taught. So we all sort of intuitively know that the financial corruption um, is out there and is absolutely massive. And we're going to be blown away by just how massive it really is. Um, the other thing I see kind of coming in the next year or so is this awareness of child trafficking. And we have films now being produced, uh, some of them being specifically held back simply because they are so mind boggling in their detail and their attention to what actually is going on that it would throw the mass consciousness into an uncontrollable state right now. But we're going to learn about that because that is the source of all of this evil. Mm. You know, these people, these people do blood magic. Uh, they kill little kids. That's just what they do. And then they eat them. Um, so understanding the level of depravity is another part of this process where we're going to have to move forward from. And I think that has to come first before we start looking at things like Antarctica or the nature of the sky, because it sort of grease that consciousness and get us ready to go into those other higher, you know, lies that we've been taught. Excellent point. So what, what do you see on your radar? What do you see as far as like, you know, the things that are coming? I know we have military around the world. We have, um, down in Brazil, you brought up a really good point on one of the shows where you're talking about the people of Brazil have awakened so quickly. I've been in touch with uh, some people down in Brazil, and I've watched that process. Uh, it's it, We're very much the same, and then Brazil just took off. What What is it that you think that Brazil, they're ready to basically take their country back, uh, but they're kind of like, you know, waiting for the rest of the world to catch up. So what do you, what do you think? What happened with Brazil? How did they wake up so quickly? You know, I think that probably comes from a fact that the Brazilian people are very proud and the Brazilian people really truly understand who they are and how their country works. And that's part of the short come, excuse me, the shortfall of Americans on this end is that we've been so brainwashed because we had to be, because we were the largest economy in the world, the most powerful military in the world, the most well-armed citizenry in the world. We had to be kept in that sleeper state or the, the cabal was never going to be able to maintain control. So the Brazilian people have an acute awareness of who they are, how their system works. And as soon as they saw this happen, they knew military is the only way. There's no taking it to the courts. There's nothing like that. Article 142 or bust. And they went and camped out on the, on the bases and in the streets. And of course, we know that the military was empowered by President Bolsonaro um, going into the election to take the steps necessary to preserve the Constitution of Brazil, just like President Trump gave to our military. Right. Um, it's my opinion that, you know, as we go through this process, we're going to see more and more militaries become actively involved in their governments, uh, first in the background, but then in the foreground. Um, that's already beginning in certain areas in Europe. You need, the United Kingdom was turned over to provisional control of their military about two months ago. Um, as we go through this process, we're going to see a lot of governments go down for the COVID-19, and we're going to have these provisional setups already ready to go. And so that's part of this process. Wow, that's fantastic. So uh, there's there's people in the chat, they're asking this one question. It's, it's been on a lot of people's minds. 
the chemtrailing that's been going on around the world for a very long time. So at what point do you think this ends? Chemtrailing itself, I don't actually see ending for a while. I see them changing. Um, we have to undo the damage that's been put into the air through strontium, aluminum, and other you know, radioactive agents. And, and really, at, at high altitude levels, the only way to cleanse that air is to perform the exact same process in reverse. And so I think we're going to see some chemtrails um, continuing for a while in, in select areas that have been really heavily hit hard over the decades to restore the flora and the fauna in those areas. You know, one of the reasons that they dumped these chemtrails on our earth is because there's a number of medicinal plants that grow that are very effective at disease management that we would have access to simply in our yards. Um, so they have to poison the air and make it such that those plants cannot get the level of oxygen that they need from the atmosphere. So, you know, I know, and there's a whole host of other reasons for that as well, but I, th I think we have to restore a lot of that life that's been really suppressed by the cabal before we can be completely finished with um, the using of the chemtrails, you know, entirely. Fantastic. So what, what else do you see as far as like, you know, the, uh, the coming uh, takedown of the cabal and uh, we're, we're looking at the process going to take, uh, you know, many, many months and then years into the future. I know that I've been involved in some process where, you know, we like Noriega in Panama, we, we had this great plan to go find him the, the very first night and that slipped, he slipped away and we hunted him for like, you know, weeks afterwards. Same thing with uh, Saddam Hussein, you know, these, these guys slip away. So we know that process is tough. I think one of the things that we're doing uh, right now is taking out the dumbs. So the Dumbs is one of the ways they've been able to escape for, like, I think you've said, uh, upwards of a thousand years uh, while they started all these wars. So tell, tell us what your insights are on that. As far as their takedown, I think that, you know, our tribunals next year are going to take down a lot of the public leaders. Um, I would call these individuals the upper middle management of the cabal, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, people who don't think for themselves, but they control us. Um, they take orders just like everyone else. The people that are below them in the hierarchy are the ones that I don't think we're going to have to wait and, and get every single one of prior to us showcasing that uh, public takedown for a number of reasons. One, anyone left on that side will immediately come to our side or off themselves because they'll know at that point that it's totally hopeless. The other thing is a number, a, a large majority of the folks underneath that class, the elected class, um, cabal mules, if you will, they're going to come down with the election fraud and the election treason, even if they didn't participate in COVID. You know, COVID will be the reason governments fall. The election treason will be the reason that local corruption falls. Um, you know, we, we do have some reach down into those medical communities that will affect those communities, but actual change to be affected at the community level has to come from something that everyone did. Everyone committed election crime. That's one of the reasons the military has allowed it to happen now three separate times to aggregate enough data as much as humanly possible to know exactly who all of the targets are when this eventually does go public. Um, that process, like you said, even though it'll begin in a 24-hour period, we'll still have weeks of having to go through provisional control, sorting out the issues with our republic, making sure that all the states are willing to maintain their United States of America status. You know, this is about returning power to the people. So the option will be given. Are you going to maintain yourself in the union of the Republic? I believe all 50 states will say yes. 
but the procedural thing still has to occur. So this is going to be a really epic process. Yeah, I think there's going to be some resistance, especially in uh, deep blue cities. So um, there's lots of there's lots of foreigners that are coming into America by the millions. Uh, they're um, military age men. Uh, this has been noticed also in um, England and in Australia and some other places for my uh, I have some military um, uh, people that talk to me and, and give we all share information. What are your thoughts on that? Are they are they planning to actually use these military males in a, in a capacity? You know, I believe so, because this is a chess game and we do have moves and counter moves that are still being played by very capable adversaries. Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Q tells us what happens if Soros funded agents get violent and engage in domestic terrorism. Well, that's sort of, sort of a rhetorical question. We know what happens. The military gets involved because at that point, a foreign army has begun a campaign against the people of the United States. It's my opinion that that was their plan all along, and we're going to allow them to complete part of that uh, simply because we have to get every single Soros-funded asset. Where did you come from? Who paid you? Why did they pay you? Who contacted you? What's their number? Um, you know, backtracing all of this to get every single, um, you know, deep state asset out there, it, it takes a long time. I do think that we're going to see the National Guard step in and absolutely just crush any sort of Soros-funded violence, um, sort of like the riots of 2020. I, you know, Q uses the words clean and swift. I imagine that that's going to coincide with a lot of the other stuff that we've got going on, all sort of coming to a head. You know, there's so many different angles to this snake that are coming to a head now. Um, it's all, almost getting difficult to keep up with them, Michael. Yeah, very good. Very good point, SG. So, uh, I mean, amazing shares. Uh, I just I have all these questions. So you just, I don't know where you cut, where it comes from out of you, but it's pretty amazing. So, um, so when I look at, you know, the things that are, that I see, you know, going on around the scenes, cause I've been, you know, involved in military operations for most of my life. Uh, I can see some things that are ba basically in place and moving. What do you think that people, when th these movements start to happen, cause we know that there's, I think like 10 to 15, maybe even 20, different uh, militaries that are, you know, uh, you know, working together right now around the world. Uh, and that, pro that could very well be one of the reasons why is because these military age men are being uh, transitioned into uh, uh, these different countries to become active at some point. Do you, do you think going forward that there's possibly, and I think this already happening, so I, maybe you can like give us more insights on it, that there will be takedowns of some of these groups uh, leading up to uh, probably uh, some big event. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, we're, we're monitoring these combatants and all of these assets that are being placed by the deep state and have been for the last four years. Hmm. Um, you know, this has been, we, we essentially have a counterinsurgency all around the world that is coordinated and joint operational going on right now because all of us were infiltrated by insurgents. Um, our governments were quietly taken down over time. You know, the CCP has espionage assets in, I believe, 87 or 88 countries. Um, you know, these are very capable Chinese military personnel who are wholly devoted to the New World Order cause and, and will accept any order given to them. That's a very dangerous asset to be dealing with. Mm -hmm. So understanding that 
you know, th some of these assets are going to go live. Some of them are going to have to be activated because they're just really effective sleeper cells. And we're going to have to allow them to activate so we can identify them and deal with them. Um, I believe that's one of the reasons that we use the National Guard in this to begin with. The National Guard is the state militia that is responsible for protecting the people locally. The president placed the National Guard under his command and control in March and April of 2020. But when, the, when that period of time ends, they will still be under the direct purview of their miniature commanders in chief, the little governors that are in all 50 states of the United States. Having that sort of fluidity allows for very quick law enforcement actions being handled by military personnel. And that is coming. Yeah, that's that's true. That's that's going to come and it's going to come in a nice way, big time. So that's that's why I, I still tell people they need to be uh, ready for these operations uh, once they kick off and not to get you know too concerned, but also be aware that, you know, not everyone's going to be able to take and be uh, taken down right at once. It could be elements of Antifa or BLM or so forth that could be not could be missed or they could be deep sleeper cells that are activated. So. People need to be aware of that and be ready to, uh, you know, take care of themselves and defend maybe their neighborhood and stuff like that. What, what's your thoughts on that? You know, I don't think we're going to arrive quite to that level like we did in 2020, mm -hmm. simply because, you know, what we've seen, what we're seeing right now is an enormous military operation with a million National Guard service members activated. Mm -hmm. I think that that is probably going to be used as the Army to deal with that, because the last thing these White Hats want are a bunch of patriots doing their patriotic duty and going out and getting themselves in crossfire. Yeah. Now that's not to say if someone's like threatening you with a gun or something, or you're, you're protecting your person immediately, by all means, shoot to kill. But I don't believe we're going to be in a situation where we, as the patriots are going to have to form our own militias. Um, I think that's probably a little bit too far out, out there at this stage, um, but I could be wrong and we'll see how things go in the next year or so. Yeah. Ex excellent insights. I uh, appreciate that. So uh, what else do you, uh, what else would you like to share uh, on closing? Well, in closing, one of the things that I'll share is one of the things I'm planning on sharing on file 29, which I'm currently working on. The militaries in Europe, several of those militaries have been activated for underground combat operations in the actual Western European continent area. Those tunnels that they are now going down and destroying connect, a great deal of them connect to the Ukrainian tunnel situations. And so we're sort of combining things underground while we're converging things on, on the surface as well. But European patriots are down there cleaning out these tunnels now, and they're going to be destroyed very soon. This is enormous because this is our literal cutting them off. There is no escape. They cannot get away. When the tunnels are gone, their underground civilization and infrastructure is completely imploded or flooded or both, they're, they're finished. They can't hide. There'll be nowhere safe. And so these governments in Europe right now, these unlawful Manchurian governments know this, and they are going to take dramatic action to you know, attempt to avert that coming out. That's one of the reasons, um, along with the bioterrorism convention that just happened, that the European Union threatened Elon Musk with turning off Twitter. It had nothing to do with Elon's policies. It had to do with their need to restrict the flow of information that's about to cascade out in the European um, consciousness. So that's a really good phase to be at, and we're moving right along. Wow, that's fantastic. Well, SG and on, thanks a lot for coming in. Appreciate your time and uh, sharing with us. So pretty, 
pretty rapid fire uh, questions. You answer them. Awesome. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me, Michael. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Thank you so much for listening to Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast. Until next time, stay in the love vibration as you continue your journey to become the master of your reality. Thank you.